Okay, so I'm Tim, I'm an alcoholic. Um, and I, uh, I'm going to talk about powerlessness, not just in relation to alcohol, but in relation to other things, because um, my experience of powerlessness is that it's not just about alcohol. Any defect of character of mine, I experience powerlessness with. And in particular, I experience powerlessness with defects of character, where the defect of character involves some kind of excitement or thrill or buzz which takes me away from the greyness and the boredom of everyday life. And the way the powerlessness works is this. I go through my day, I don't like anyone, I don't like anything, I can tolerate my life, I can tolerate the world, I know how to perform, I know how to be a good boy, I know how to keep everyone quiet, but there's just this tension and I can't relax and I don't see the point in it. Everyone else can see the point in life. For me it's just this endless sequence of obligations and duties to be fulfilled and then I discover that there are some things that I can do which turn a little light on in my mind. And no one else can see the light, but I can see it, and I'm all right now. And it starts to become a little secret that no one knows where I am disappearing to, <laughs> to go and turn on the little light. And I can turn on the little light with alcohol. I can turn on the little light with sex. I can turn on the little light with all sorts of things. And what starts to happen then is it's just like with fire. You think you can control the fire, but when fire starts to catch another thing and another thing and another thing, eventually the whole building is on fire. And other people start to notice that I'm not turning up, that I'm tired the whole time, that uh, I don't seem to have slept. What is even wrong with you today? Um, because the thing about addiction, in my experience, is that it's very time-consuming. If I could keep addiction to just five minutes here and five minutes there, I would be fine. But my experience with addiction, whether it was alcohol, whether it was sex, whether it was other things, is that I need to do more and more to get less and less of an effect. So the first time I ever drank and I have that much alcohol. That is enough for the whole day. I've had this amazing experience. I need to have more and more and more so that by the end of my drinking I would be having vast quantities of alcohol but not getting the effect that I wanted and thinking if I just another five minutes, another ten minutes and with porn it would be another, I'm just going to click on another video, this one hasn't worked, I need to find another, the next, something different, something better, something, because I'm not, the light isn't turning on the way it should, but this is all I know, and it's progressive, um, so um, the consequences get worse because I become blinder and blinder to the effect that it's having on my life. I think I'm the only one that can see what is going on, but everyone else around me is seeing it. Um, the other thing as well, when an addiction of mine starts off again, um, it can be it can be months or years before I'm given the opportunity to stop.
so that I was sober for a while in 1990, I was sober for a while in 1991. When I started to drink again, in both cases it was over a year before I before I could stop drinking. And so this powerlessness after the first drink, this powerlessness after the first hit of whatever the addiction is, it doesn't just operate that day. It makes it more likely that the next day and the next day and the next day I will act out again and again and again. So I'd had the ex I've had the experience in step six and seven with certain defects of character that I'm free for six months. And then one day I think, oh, I can allow myself just once. And then it's another eight months before I can stop. So powerlessness, once I start, um, also it's accompanied by guilt. Um, and whenever I'm guilty, it's because I'm not recognizing my powerlessness. Because when I'm guilty, what I'm saying is, I ought to be able to stop this. I ought to be able to control it. If I can't, I must be doing something wrong. There is something wrong with me, so I need to feel bad about myself. I'm not recognizing my powerlessness. It's like if you jump out of a window, you might be responsible for jumping, but you're not responsible for falling. Gravity is responsible for falling. The reason you hit the pavement below the window, uh, it's jumping was the start, but gravity does the rest of the job. When I start acting out again, when I start drinking again, when those things start again, there is some response. I'll tell you where the responsibility lies in a moment, but I started off, but once it starts, it is responsible for the continuation. But then we've got a second problem. So once I start, I can't stop. The second problem is that I have a mind that tells me it's safe to go back to an activity which has caused immense trouble for a number of years. And so my real problem is not even addiction. My real problem is self-belief. My real problem is when I have a thought, it's right. It is true because I am thinking it. Because I'm not a fool. I don't think things which are untrue. So if I've thought it, it's fine. So the problem is self-belief. And there's a marvellous line in the big book, which is where they've hidden very carefully the instructions for the 12 steps. Um, uh, no, I mean, it can take people years to find them. That, that you know, Why would they be in there? But they are. Um, there's a marvellous line about how you can't play God and rely on God at the same time. And to play God in uh, my life can operate in all sorts of different ways. Um, if I run a business and I'm in charge of the business, then I'm the one that makes the decisions. If I am in charge of my decision-making in my own life, I'm playing God. It may not look to the outside world. I may not be trying to control other people. But if I'm making my own decisions, if I'm trusting my own perceptions, if whenever I'm angry, I'm right, if whenever I'm frightened, I'm right, if whenever I'm guilty, I'm right, I'm playing God. Because I'm, I am my own highest authority as to what is true and what is false. And where my recovery really started back in 1993 was where I said, um, I'm going to trust, uh, first of all, other people's perceptions of my situation. 
So I would take a, a, a relationship situation, a dating situation, and I'd think a particular date would be a good idea. I'd go to five people who had more than 10 years sobriety. All of them said, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> and if I could get a consensus amongst them, I trusted them, not me. I tr when, when everyone around me said, go to a thousand meetings, do the steps quickly, get service. I trusted them rather than the voice in me which said, why would that work? How is that going to help? It was deciding that my authority, I was no longer going to have myself as the number one authority in my life on the basis that I didn't like the results I was getting. And I can tell how good my thinking is by the results I'm getting. And the results I'm getting, uh, there are two ways of testing this. Uh, the first one is to ask the people around me who are close to me how easy I am to get on with. The second way is to ask myself, am I at peace? If I'm not at peace and I'm frightened to ask the people around me, how easy am I to live with because I'm scared of what the answer might be, then I've got the wrong higher power. I have myself as my own higher power. So the basis on which I decided in step three to turn my will and life over to God, acting through the people in AA, was because they were getting better results from their life than I was getting. So what looks right and wrong is irrelevant. What we're interested in is the results. If you have, if you construct a machine in accordance with the instructions and the machine works, uh, you conclude from the fact that the machine works that you followed the instructions. If you get a, a machine from a factory and you have to build it yourself and you're following the instructions and you turn it on and it doesn't work or it explodes, you know that you haven't followed the instructions. When I look at my own life, if I'm unhappy and in conflict with other people, I am not being operated in accordance with the instructions of my manufacturer, which is God. Very simple way of telling. And so that is the basis for me taking step three. Uh, and that is what has, it solved my drinking problems straight away, it solved the other things more gradually and I've had to be patient with the other things on the basis that I'm powerless, not guilty. Uh, I'm going to stop there on the question of steps one to three and open up for some questions.